listening to the Frequency Horizon. I was off on the other side of the island. But back now, I have something pretty special to bring to the table. I'm talking about watching a couple German girls end up in the ditch and get a chance to experience the true community spirit of Tofino. That's tonight, so stick around for that. But also, you're gonna get a chance to hear me call my grandma from jail. Sort of, not really. But you'll see what I mean in a little bit. Plus, I'm going to bring you some of the best electronic music from the year, as well as other little morsels here and there. So stick around. You know how we do. This is the Frequency Horizon. But let's start out with one of my favorite tracks, you heard it before, it's called Nomad by Bad Company UK.
Bad Company, UK. That was Nomad. Because I think everyone that makes it out to Tofino is a nomad in one way or another. Everyone's counting down their favorite songs of the year. I'm not going to do that tonight. But I'll just play, you know, a few of the tracks that have stuck with me. Whether they're amazing melodic numbers like this one, I'm talking about Roman Flugel with Nine Years, the DJ Coz remix. There might be some Bonobo later on, so why not stick around, but for now, enjoy yourself and this evening with this lovely track. It does, it does go somewhere, I promise you.
shout out to Spartacus from New York. Thanks for tuning into the Frequency Horizon. Great stuff to come. that went by sometimes you listen to two minute tracks and they feel like they're 20 I'm looking at UED8M but this Roman flugel number aka nine years barely felt like nine minutes it's the DJ Co's remix because he knows what to do you know what to do. Fill up your glass, relax on the sofa, or just dance around. Because we've got 
Delta Heavy next with Ghost. And then up next. You'll hear a cool little trippy segment that I produced. Where I sort of call my grandma from jail. You'll see what I mean in a minute. How does he, there is a warning in it. Shout out to Roman. Thanks for tuning in. Delta Heavy with Ghost. And next up, 
We've got a song that we've never played before here on the Frequency Horizon, which kind of surprises me. Off one of the best albums of the year. It's The Longest Wave by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Throw me all around like a boomerang sky. Whatever you do, don't tell me why. Papas grow tall and say bye-bye. The wave is here. A seamless little team and then we're tanked. I guess one not so sacrosanct. The tip of my tongue, but then we're blank. the red hot chili peppers oh, kind of makes you smile hey was anyone out surfing today i sure missed the opportunity well i didn't miss it, it looked like it was going to be a mess this area was pretty cool closing out a bit hey let's throw on some leon vinyl here it's rojas designed to dance rojas maybe just groove with it. 
yeah, we like to build it up on the frequency horizon and then break it down. You know that if you've been tuning in through the days and say, almost can say years, right? But we're back in studio, Tough City Radio, and we have a guest today. Welcome to the Frequency Horizon. You know. Sorry, I, I had an issue with your mic there for a second. Can you introduce yourself to the listening public, please? Hey, Tofino. It's Missy. I'm vibing here in the station with Drew tonight. And you know what's cool is that, actually, we just found out, we were just chatting here as some of the music was playing in the background. We've actually been to some of the same types of shows in Toronto back in the day when both of us were in that locale, specifically Capital J is one of them. What kind of an artist is Capital J, would you say? I'd say Jungle, Drum and Bass. Jungle, Drum and Bass, certainly. And um, I actually have this photo. I remember take, lugging a film camera to this Drum and Bass show, Jungle show at System Soundbar. And it was sort of the way that the photo turned out. It was all blurry and everything, and it was really cool. And I just, you can't even really make Capital J out in the picture. But it's like, to me, yeah, gritty, colorful, and high octane. What was it about those kind of shows that you enjoyed? It's funny that you mentioned that venue. I'd say that was one of my favorite. And uh, definitely, like, Saturday nights at System were the place to be. You know it doesn't exist anymore, right? I know. It's sad to see it go. Yeah, well, you know, what are you going to do, right? I mean, I think that's something that you don't really, people in, in Tofino might not appreciate as much because, you know, things here can tend to stay the same a lot of times. Um just because, you know, it's the same people living here. Um, obviously, there is a certain amount of transition, but at the end of the day, a lot of the times, some of the same businesses and whatnot. But in a place like the Club District in Toronto, you just have so much turnover that... Definitely. You, you know, like, I remember System Soundbar, it turned into, like, a hot... I don't know if you ever went back there after, but it turned into, like, a really high-end club. Well, the same way that the Big Bop turned into a furniture store. So the Big Bop was, like, this punk kind of venue... And um, basically, that was the corner in Toronto where all the scuzzy, like... The riffraff. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't... It's not really comparable to, say, like, the downtown east side, but there are a lot of similar elements that kind of come into play. Definitely. Um, well, I don't know about now because they're putting some condos and stuff there, it's I guess. It's pretty fancy now. Yeah. What brought you to Tofino? Surfing. Surfing, eh? Definitely. Cool. How's that going? Horribly. Horribly, hey? But we get out there and we have fun. So. I like I like that. I love that. You know, because, I mean, where do you see that when you're, you know, listening to surf media or watching surf, you know, videos and whatnot? You don't really see the, the journey as much. I mean, no. But let's be honest. I mean, some, some of us are out there and we're having a blast, but we're doing very poorly. But it's a good time. I think we should glorify that, you know? I really do. I don't see why we shouldn't, like... Okay, so for example, last night is a good ex is like a perfect example. I was hanging out at Wolf in the Fog, and I met someone new for the first time. You know, obviously, and um, our conversation went something like this: "Hi, hi, how are you? How are you? Blah blah blah. How was your surf? Great. I caught half a wave. Me too. And it was like one of these moments where it's like, you know what? That's that's all we needed for yesterday. Did you high five? Uh, it's possible. Awesome. It's, it's quite possible. <laughs> what kind of drum and bass is your favorite? I used to really like Nikki Black Market. Oh, yeah? And I like, I don't know, groovy, a little bit of reggae in there, a little raggatone. Okay, so I mean, maybe, I don't know what this next track holds for us, but it is drum and bass. It's probably not towards the ragga end of the spectrum, although 
obviously there's going to be some influences and whatnot that seep in. So let's let's come back in studio in a moment. But for now, let's play Becky Hill, Warm, Danny Bird Remix. Gray clouds hanging over me Got caught up in the downpour Need an umbrella to get underneath And maybe I don't know what's meant for me Cause me and you haven't spoken in several weeks You should know that I'm gonna play for kids Just need to weather the storm Behind gray clouds and blue skies and sunlight Oh, and God knows I have tried to visualize What it's like to feel warm
does Becky Hill with Warm. The Danny Bird remix, just a little bit of liquid drum and bass for y'all. Kind of jump up beat too, you know? But now, we've got Sasha, the track, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. You think that's the last time you hear me count to 10 this show? Well, you're mistaken. It's because we've got a couple cool segments coming up. One where, as I mentioned, I'm calling my grandma from jail, sort of. That's next, and then... We'll be stuck on the right-hand side of the road.
thing about songs that are named after numbers, particularly track numbers, is that you have to be a really good DJ to get away with it. And Sasha fits that description. Of course, he kind of roared right back to the forefront recently, specifically with Late Night Tales, which came out this year. Pretty sure that's what this song was off of. Hope you enjoyed it. I was trying to keep things a little bit mellow, but on the up and up to a certain extent. And I'm glad, very glad we have Missy in studio. Welcome back. Hello. So, uh, yeah, what did you think of that song there? I liked it. It was really chill. Yeah, it's like not too chill, but just chill enough, right? Well, I like the vocals in it. It's kind of like progressive kind of house that, you know, that Sasha does. It's not something that I listen to all the time, but it's nice to have on in the evening, eh? Feels like it had a girly touch to it. Well, yeah, that's that's so true. But, you know, it's like, it's nice when they're able to weave those elements together Definitely. with a beat that's driving. <laughs> but personally, I'll take my drum and bass any day, you know? <laughs> <laughs> We were just talking again there um, about how the, we've spent a bit of time in Toronto and, you know, I know we've been inspiring some local folks to think about their own time in Toronto and maybe you're one of them. So we'll be able to reward that, uh, those thoughts in a few moments, but I kind of wanted to chat about something that I find very interesting and that is the advertising industry. I've been looking online and sort of seeing where things are headed. It's, it's very interesting. It's all going digital, but it's hard to make money at digital You've had a chance to work in the field in Toronto. What was it like to experience the digital transition at sort of music and entertainment publications in Toronto? Definitely. It was at a time where um, brands were really wanting to get in at the digital level and experience spreading their brand awareness through social media and in a way that it was sponsored content that didn't look like advertising. So more advertorial, um, which is a bit sneaky, but interesting well they call it branded content they call it native content the different names shift over time but i mean at the end of the day you have to make money online somehow definitely was that right when it was sort of starting i'd say i got in afterwards like it was it had already started and at the time i mean we were seeing like different photo shoots and it would be people would be so aware of what brand was paying for them and what needed to be featured in a photo shoot that really didn't look like it was selling anything. Um, but it was fun. It was it was a cool world. Would you say that's something that, uh, for example, you mentioned you worked at Exclaim Magazine? Is that something that they had been trying out as well when you they were there were a, little a little bit? bit different. They were so authentically there to promote music in particular Canadian content, and they were all so passionate about music and really the driving force was sharing Canadian content with, uh, well, nationally and with the world. I'm glad to hear that. You know, I think a lot of people will go and read that publication and hope that's what they're getting, you know? Definitely. And, of course, not all publications are available in Tofino, but that's one of them. Do you know where you get it? No. Really? You didn't? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. So it's like a secret. Not, not really secret. It's like a hidden secret. But where I always find it, maybe there's another location, but I'm pretty sure the only place you can get it in Tofino is at the Tafishan. Wow. It's pretty much a great reason for going to the Tafishan. Not that you couldn't just go there, for example, after yoga or after, or possibly even before going to Takofino, but going to read a magazine that will open your eyes to music is definitely a good idea. I'm wondering, you know, what was it like to be part of that environment where this sort of, you're at the cutting edge of music journalism in Canada? Really, it was such a fun place. And everyone who worked there was so 
passionate really and it was fun to be able to experience a lot of the artists that would come into studio to film like the exclaim tv um, so they would have weekly videos where artists would come in and film actually in the office and that was awesome to see to experience to help edit to promote it was a really good time Bahamas, you said? Yeah, Bahamas was a really good one, and Rich Kid did a set that was just unreal. They sampled Radiohead, and it was so cool. When I was at Now Magazine um, as, a, as an intern, my, one of my jobs was to film a couple little segments, I guess, for the basically the same thing that they kind of had. And you go out to the concert, and this is sort of at the beginning of that, hey, as you just film it and then upload it online. But at the time, it was sort of like you had to kind of push people to do it or it wasn't it wasn't sort of the norm but now everything is online everything is sort of digital and everyone wants to see a video of this and that I mean was that was that part of what you were able to help promote I mean you were kind of on the advertising side you said I think so and I mean of course they do the the, they're shooting at concerts and stuff too but this the exclaim tv was which is still going you can definitely find it on their youtube channel it was different in the fact that it was intimate and they would come in it was often unplugged and it, they were sharing these ex, these intimate experiences to fans to readers to watchers and it was a little bit different to spread the word that way and i don't think they were they weren't it wasn't advertising like of course it would share this great music with everyone and here we are playing today some the music that's in the system i loaded in the system because i read about it through exclaim magazine and you know i'm not gonna lie i well even like for example the a tribe called red songs that i've been playing over the last few weeks and months that was sort of off their recommendation not that i probably wouldn't have found out about it anyways but they definitely reminded me that yeah you know what the hallucination album is out check it out and had a good write-up and it was really well done so Another thing that um, I wanted to mention was that Toronto has had an outsized influence on the musical landscape in other ways, not just music journalism, but some of the artists that have put out great tracks and inspired blogs, inspired different people to go and make music themselves. One of those artists was on the break course side. That's Belladonna Kills. A lot of great songs from this Toronto-based pianist. And that's Peter... Um, Moskalik, I think I'm saying that right. Moskalik. Anyways, this is my favorite one. Sadly, he passed away, but this one's dedicated to um, my friend Roman. Um, it's cool that he was able to make it to the memorial show. I was not. I was in the Toronto at that kind of that sort of time in my life, but at least someone was there.
That's some pretty cool stuff. Breakcore, drum and bass, drill and bass era music from Belladonna Kills. If you want to look that up, I highly recommend it. B-E-L-L-A-D-O-N-N-A-K-I-L-L-Z, all one word. Yeah, hell yeah. And we're back in studio here with Missy. Hello again. So yeah, how's your first freak? I'm really glad that you're able to, you know, take some time out of your hectic schedule, <laughs> Thank uh, you learning for how to surf to, yeah. to make it here. Um, <laughs> I, w- w- I was just looking up branded content that they have and different partnerships that are going on. And, uh, you know, I was looking at this 2015, you know, best branded partnerships. Of course, um, it just says, for example, Netflix partnered with the Wall Street Journal, Nokia, partnered with Wired. Obviously, that's not this, you know, this year, but it's still a pretty good example of recent stuff that's happened, Tabasco and Thrillist. So, you know, it goes on and on. And, you know, just if you're in advertising or you're, uh, you know, have a company that you think would be a great branded partnership for the Frequency Horizon, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out, plug. Yeah. Hey, but what what was it like to work in, in that kind of environment at Vice? Vice was different. I mean, really trendy, definitely forthcoming content. Uh, it was a nice environment. It was a Parkdale's pretty rad in Toronto. So Parkdale's like the downtown West End sort of. And everyone was just super hip. As most hip people into f- in, uh, in, in Parkdale tend to be. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just nerdy, just nerding out on social media there. Yeah. But, uh, it worked. It what, worked. Was, what was the strategy at that particular time that they were kind of going for in terms of their social media program? They were doing a lot of sponsored stuff and doing social media takeovers at that time for some of the clients that were coming in. Um, But they also have, I don't think a lot of people know this, inside of Vice Magazine, they have a full-on ad agency within them with a different name. So there was a lot of time spent there. Um, And they represent... Uh, brands from all over the world, not just in the magazine, but they do digital buy strategies and even print buy strategies for their clients. So So I think I have a good idea of what that might look like, but for people that maybe don't read Advertising Age all the time or the drum, what does that mean? Like in the digital buys and, you know, that kind of, what, what does that mean in, in English if you had to put yeah, it into, you know, plain language? An easy way for me to try to explain it is if, think of a website you go on a lot, maybe the, maybe a, a newspaper. It's an space. So people can, other companies can purchase this space and they can do however many clicks they get or how, however many views it gets and uh, they sell that um, by impression is what it's called. So usually when you're looking at a banner on the side of a website that you're viewing, a popular website, that space has been paid for by the company that you're, the ad you're seeing. What kind of, like, what was the going rate at the time or what was the package? Like, like you know, obviously not a single ad, but, you know, is there certain tiers and stuff like that? It's like, what's so it? different now. Oh, really? is it? And it's, and it's a really, it's a sliding scale depending on um, how big the website is, how many views they're getting, and also the content that is on the website, I mean, how it's relevant. So really it can go from very little to very expensive. I remember when I was at the Calgary Herald and just chatting with all the different sales associates and whatnot, it was very interesting to me to see how the digital world is developing because there was the different departments in digital sales. And I always thought because of the story, which is true, is that there's very little money in digital advertising, like absolutely like almost none, like one to 10 is like the ratio. If $10 for print is like the amount, they get $1 for digital ads. And so I always thought that the problem was at the time anyways, that oh people 
like companies just didn't want to advertise online, but that wasn't always true. Sometimes the problem was that they didn't have enough pages to sell ads onto, or like it was just so weird. There was all these different problems. There's all these different problems that you can have in the digital sphere. It was so interesting. I think so. And I mean, it's changed so much now, I think with the prevalence of advertorial content. So now it's often what you're reading is an advertisement of itself, which is very strange. So I mean, paying attention to those things, are, are you reading someone's thoughts? Are you reading something that was paid to, to be there? I'm always curious about that. Sneaky, sneaky advertising. It's, it's funny because usually I'm pretty good at, you know, telling the difference, but recently I've started to have trouble telling the difference between it's the two, good. you know, yeah. it is, it's getting pretty good. And you know, I mean, if it's done right, I don't have a problem if it's, if it's presented in the right way. Like if Burger King wants to sponsor a post or something and it's clear that they're sponsoring a post or, you know, fine. And especially if it's a good post, you know, if, if, if they do that, good, you know, the, the, the websites have to make money somehow, you know, but um, I tend to find they end up being pretty lame. Sometimes they're lame, and then once in a while you, you, just, you stumble across something that you never would have searched for, and it's interesting. You know, you click through and you learn something new, or you find out something that, I don't know, strikes your fancy. What, what was the most interesting part of it for you? Um, I really liked the environments uh, and working in the city. There was a bit of schmoozing that went along with it, and it was a bit of it was hip at the time. And we would get to go do fun things and concerts and this and that. And it was always a good fast life. That's sweet. Different yeah. from the pace of Tofino. Well, yes and no. I mean, I find it similar. Like, I find it. I I always think of Tofino in my mind as like. Tofino's like the Parkdale and Yuki's like the, <laughs> I don't know, like the, I don't know, East End of Toronto, or that's not a good example, but maybe like the Junction or something. Or Ripster a bit. Um, you know, you see some of the same elements and some of the music too creeping in that people are listening to. Like, yeah, definitely. It's, it's like the memory of the songs that I was listening to in Toronto exists <laughs> here in Tofino, whereas like when I was in, maybe in Calgary, that, that memory didn't exist, you know? There's a lot of transplants here. People come to Tofino from all over, so... Yeah. Could be it. <laughs> so thanks for coming by. Thank you um, for having me. And, you know, you're welcome to come here anytime. I got some more segments that maybe you want to stick around for, but uh, I'm curious now, to hear your call to grandma. Yeah. So I'm going to play a quick song, really quick, a minute and 35 seconds, and then we're going to get into my grandmother call. She was so sweet to let me kind of, you know, include her in the show. So <laughs> here's, here's Haiku de Tat, Mike, Aaron, and Eddie, the Breda remix. No mama my Sharona, no B O L O G and they no b b b Michael 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 Michael, but fever fiber for Michael, I'm psycho survival for rifles. Depends if I use my rifle, stifle the style while I'm letting off rounds. People hurrying, hurling, hurling, hitting the ground. M I C R O P H O N E moving mini. M I K E O K say okay. He capable of reducing the level and devil's rebel with horrible trouble. Kibbles and bits of my hits, dribbles and drips through your lips, lips, slip. 
life Can with the dark skip Important parts Forget the way the rhyme starts How smart Now one, or two, or three, or four, or five, or six, or seven, or eight I'm taking out anyone trying to break up on the microphone Because I'm not a fake A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, J, K, L, M, N, O, P People the power for taking a coward to try to sky with the one on the Mike or nine I like to rhyme Anytime, any day when I recite I shine I smoke the kind Finally I'm getting money in the name you'll find All the marquitas, big line Rapping around the corner We run California haiku to talk on the sign The Mike Aaron and Eddie Mike, Mike, Mike Aaron and Eddie Mike, Mike Aaron and Eddie that was Mike, Aaron, and Eddie. Not a bad little track, eh? It's pretty cool that uh, I was able to interview Beretta not too long ago for the show. So we'll maybe have to bring him back at some point. But in the meantime, just make do with that little one-minute-plus track. And now... We've got something that I've never done before. Include my own grandmother on the radio show. Don't think I'm going to get to see her for Christmas, which is kind of a bummer. But uh, hey, at least she's going to be now in the frequency horizon world. And it's all because of a scam. What do I mean? Well, I put some conversation where I, well, I don't really call her from jail, but I kind of, Kind of pretend to, so maybe you'll learn something from the experience, and uh, yeah, check it out. They said you were going to a music show in uh, in Chicago. Yeah, I got in a wreck in uh, in uh, in Chicago, in Chicago, in Chicago. Hello, Grandpa. How are you doing? Hi, this is Drew calling. How are you? Okay. Uh, what are you doing in jail? In jail. Yeah. What do you mean, Jeff? Grandma got a got a call that you had traveled to Chicago and got in an accident and were in jail and they were wanting bond money for you. What? <laughs> oh, you like some scam or something? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no! Did you pay the money? No, no. Oh, that's good. Grandma asked what your plans were for for Christmas, and they just hung up. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're not in jail. That wouldn't be a good place to work, to work for a job. That's pretty intense. And they said, what did these guys say again? They, they said you were going to a music show in uh, in Chicago. Really? Yeah, I got in a wreck and... Um, apparently, you were clean, but there were drugs in the car and all that sort of thing. What, what did they say what the music show was? I, I didn't take the call, so I don't know. 
it almost seems like that could be a legitimate story, you know? If I was in your situation, that seems like it's pretty close to, you know what I mean? Like, it seems like they figured out that you're near Chicago and that, you know, I wonder if, um, if they do research before they try these things, you know? Well, she said that they found someone to, uh, who sounded quite a bit like you. Really? Yeah. Wow. Huh. So, so someone's, someone's uh, you know, shadowing you. <laughs> My computer did get an idea with day later. I got an email from the main website security team and they said, oh, you know, you, your computer was probably infected with a virus. And I'm not saying that's what it was, but, you know, it, it's always possible. If they would work that hard on a real honest job, they'd be all right. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. Hello? Hi, hey, it's Drew. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? Pretty good. I'm just uh, I'm just in jail in uh, Chicago right now. I uh, just can't I can't help myself. I just you know I just have these sorts of problems. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that was so weird. That was so weird. <laughs> yeah. Any other weird calls today? No, we weren't home much after we talked to you. We left right after we talked. Bill talked to you and didn't get back till supper time. We haven't had any other weird calls. Well, at least you can breathe a sigh of relief now, right? Yeah, I hope so. I'm glad I... He sounded so much like you, I can't believe it. It sounded like you had a cold, but he sounded so much like you, you know, it really was weird. <laughs> really? Wow. I've, I've heard that that's true, and I don't know how they do that, but I've heard that when they call that way, most of the people that uh, have reported it said it sounded just like my grandson, you know? So, anyway... Yeah, but I, I got suspicious because I, I couldn't believe. I didn't know if you were still working, uh, doing your radio program or not, but that would be today, and I figured you couldn't be here and there, so I couldn't imagine you driving four days for a concert under any circumstances. That part I think I would disagree with you on, you know? Well, you know, maybe I don't have the funds to do that too much right now, but definitely I would like to be able to do that for sure at some point. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, yeah. this is the point. This is the point. Thanks. Thanks for running. I've read about it in different, like the AF, you know, so, yeah. Is, is there any message that you would have for people that are in your kind of circumstance that could be susceptible to those sorts of calls who've never received one before? Well, they need to be aware that it may sound like their grandchild. And they also need to be aware that if they're suspicious at all, like, you know, the fact that you drive four days a Chicago trip, uh, music taken then four days back when you had no money and when I, you know, uh, then they should ask something that only their grandchild would know. Which is why I asked them uh, what I asked what your what your Christmas plans were because I knew what your Christmas plans were, and then at that point they hung up very quickly. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I, I'm actually kind of surprised they didn't mount, like, at least try one rebuttal or, like, try something, you know? They just gave up at that point, you know? Yeah, they just gave up at that point, but they should ask them something that only the, only the grandchild would know, either about another member of the family or, or certain plans or something like that, you know? Because then, you know, that sort of catches them. 
Perfect. Thanks. Thanks for. Uh, yeah, I don't. I can't promise that I'm going to get. A- okay. Hopefully, and have a good Christmas. Huh? Yeah. You too. Have a great evening. Okay. Oh, wasn't that sweet? So nice of her to lend her voice. So was my grandpa as well, of course, to the Frequency Horizon here in Tofino. Some American to Canadian energy. Because you know what? We like to laugh at the folks down south sometimes, and sometimes it's warranted. But you know what? Sometimes they're sharp enough to know not to give money for a fake bond for a kid that's supposedly off checking out a concert. Frequency Horizon listeners, just over 30 minutes left in the evening. We've got another segment to come, this one featuring Germans and a local native guy who got up and saved the day. Sweet. But for now, Studio OST above the waves.
Studio OST Above the Waves. If you're a frequency horizon diehard, then you most certainly have taken a trip with us to a giant sinkhole just past the Tofino Yukula Junction on the way to Port Alberni. Well, guess what? We're headed right back there today for another excursion. Today we witness what happens when a couple German girls in this pitch blackness with no idea how to get out. Come along you'll get a chance to take part in this true community spirit I witnessed. I was on my way back from the other side of the island, listening to top-notch podcasts, my favorite thing to do, in the ascent and descent of the voyage. I knew I was getting to the point where I could switch over to our beloved 90.1 FM frequency. Video waves, bouncing, tripping around the side of the mountain. Everyone knows those roads are treacherous and everyone can appreciate how it must feel when things go wrong. I noticed the eerie lights we told you about last time that would be getting installed at the site of the sinkhole, which didn't look much better than the previous time I'd driven past by the way, but anyways. Luckily, I had just slowed down, so I was prepared when I came across a car in the ditch and other vehicles already at the scene. I'd recently picked up some new microphone equipment, so I knew I had to spring into action. I know how much it sucks to get stuck in the ditch, and at the time, it was so cold outside, I'd personally gotten frozen out of my times in the previous 48 hours because my door unlocked wouldn't budge but that's a different story for another time I was definitely feeling German girls so I had to get out and see what would happen It doesn't seem like it went in too bad, eh? No, it's... Well, that's what I'm hoping that Have you guys tried to push out, it? I can, you know, What's your name? <laughs> Brooke? Hi. Drew? Nice to meet you. Alex. Alex. Drew? Denise. Nice to meet you. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but you have nothing to push. Yeah, yeah but he's got a hitch on his. Um, so I tried to press down as much as I could, but it's still, that's the tricky part. So I would say the strongest person probably on the B-frame of the passenger side, and then the C-frame, well, uh, another has... strong person. I have some um, steel toe boots actually in my car. Like the thing is, is that there's enough of us, seven, eight, nine, like ten, that's a lot of force, right? First. We decided to push them out, or at least try. Yeah. So far, our main issue is that we don't know how to hook 
Uh, yeah, that's my plan. Yeah. What about you? Are you, are you all traveling in here? No, like the two of us, we're coming back from Victoria. We live in Tofino. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, well. Are you living there or are you just visiting Tofino? Uh, no, I live in Tofino. I was just out of town for a couple of days. And I'm just heading back now. But, uh, what do you do? Um, so I'm a writer and I do a radio show in Tofino. And sometimes do other jobs here and there. Yeah. And yourself? I work at a week. Oh yeah. Oh cool. Yeah, I just came back. I guess another year last year and I came back in September. Oh yeah. I feel like I'm in Tofino already. It already feels kind of like, you know, like the same sort of like, you know, now once you get past Port Alberni and get into here, you kind of get similar to people. Yeah. Luckily, the Yuki East community wasn't far away, so if we couldn't manage to push them out, it wouldn't be long before we could try our backup plan. I asked some of the Good Samaritans stopped by about what brought them to Tofino. You guys are just visiting or are you just coming here? Okay, but you're coming just to visit? Yeah, exactly. Two days in Tofino. Have you ever been to Tofino before? No. <laughs> so, uh, German it seems like? Yeah. German? Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. Guten, guten Tag. Yeah. Your first, this is like your first glimpse of Tofino, right? Just right here. Yeah. <laughs> Adventure. Yeah, yeah. And you just saw them and you pulled yeah. over. Yeah, we were the first car to stop. Oh, they couldn't help. Did you see her? Did you see her to go no, for the first No, no, no. Yeah, we came. Yeah. I don't know. It was like five or ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Later, and huh. we saw them. So, Whoa. do you have a surfboard on top of the car? No, it's in my car. <laughs> but I can fit. I can fit a couple of people in my car in Toronto. Quite some time. And uh, yeah, so. Just been like kind of living living here for the last year. Why? Why did you? Well, I want to learn how to surf. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good, good reason. reason. <laughs> you think so? 
Yeah. Uh-huh. I think so. It's a good reason to give up a full-time job yes. to come and yes. just... Yes, it is. It is. Why do you say that? Because it's more fun. It's more fun to surf than having a full-time job. You gave up a full-time job yeah. and came here to yeah. Canada. I gave up a full-time job, a very secure full-time job. Yeah, really? Yeah, it was so boring. In, in yeah. let me guess, in um, some type of mechanical engineering. No, in a public office. Oh, okay. Yeah. Public office. Yeah. Administration so, stuff, yeah. right? Administration stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. That would be fun. That would be interesting. No. I think. <laughs> no, it is. You know? <laughs> I couldn't help but be curious about how the car ended up in the ditch. So do you feel, uh, do you feel ashamed of your driving? No, actually, I'm really proud because we skidded from side to side quite a bit until we came to a halt. So I think it could have been quite worse. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean. Yeah, yeah. I'm really glad that for that kind of scenario, I think it went really well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could be worse, hey? Eh? Exactly. You could have been much further in the past as well, like so. Pushing them out didn't work, but luckily truck from the reserve showed up and saved oh. the day. Ow. I love her. My daughter now is doing this. <laughs> yeah, so we just don't know where to fasten it on my car. But that looks like a really good job. Yeah, so this yeah, let me know if you want me to, you know, pull with push with my engine too. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, I'm gonna go real slow. Yeah, you get me a sign and I yeah. get it, I get it into motion. Yeah. Whoa. Again, thank you yeah, so you're much. Have to Do get you in want there. to give me a sign once I yeah. start moving? Yeah. Shout out to Brooke, Alex, Rina, Amy, Denise, and more. Like I said, there was like 10 people at one point. Travelers, locals, everything in between. I love that when you're kind of on your way into town and just become part of the experience. This place we call Tofino. We'll all head our separate ways, living separate lives, but it's moments like these that give us something to pay for. We had rumor tone. We had. Mundru. Those are some of the background tracks. 
that we played. That's the other one. Now we have Bonobo, as promised, with Break Apart.
we got to hold together because we don't want to do what the title of this song is called. Let's break apart. Featuring Rye. R-H-Y-E. And this wouldn't be a Frequency Horizon show without a little bit of a dance party. I mean, you get a chance to relax there, eh? A nice little segment. And then there's a super chill Bonobo track. It's getting up there. Almost 11, eh? So let's play some Armin van Helden. It's Elevate, E-L-U-V-8, featuring Big Brooklyn Red. Here it is. Oh, yeah. 
That's Armand Von Helden Elevate Featuring Big Brooklyn Red A little bit of disco A little bit of house You know Let's take it from something that could be straight out of a pride parade. Dial it down to something that could fit more in with sort of a late night pensif mindset. Or possibly a little bit of a techno foray. It's another track from Studio OST. Referencing frequencies, of course. Once again. Bent light.
That right there was Studio OST. That's Alvin and Galchet. Galcher. I really want it to be Galchet. Let's hope I'm right. I'll get back to you on that. Where do they live? Well, according to SoundCloud, they live in a place called The Studio in the United States. I wonder if Donald Trump won that state. Anyhow, Studio OST is the only artist to get two tracks on my show tonight. But we're not all about the electronic always. Sometimes it's nice to end the show on something a little bit different. Today that means playing Plants and Animals. The song, Stay. Wish I could stay. For longer tonight. But this is what you get. Frequency Horizon on iTunes, on your podcasts, soundcloud.com slash frequency horizon, and facebook.com slash frequency horizon.
You can always go to FrequencyHorizon.com to check out the blog posts and everything else we have to offer. See you next week. Thank you.
hear the bass. I hear the bass. 